Welcome everyone to Kayfabe Comparisons. Today I am your host, Cast the Kid Lush, with <laughs> the KG man himself, Jan- Daniel John Schaefer. And we are here to do our first ever pop culture episode. No wrestling. We might touch into wrestling, but if we do, it's going to be video game wrestling because today we have Nintendo versus Microsoft Xbox. What is up, Daniel John Schaefer? Dude, I am. Uh, I'm feeling good about this. I like this uh, this idea too of like switching up the format and uh, you know letting you kind of take lead on this one, man. Yeah, I'm really hyped. I, I love I love Nintendo. I love Xbox. Uh, it's gonna be a close call for me though, for sure. Uh, I don't know, man. H- how do you feel so far about it? And they both have a uh, they both have a, a piece of my heart. I will say that. But uh, yeah, I, I, I don't know. We'll see. Let's let let's let's well, we go. We should at start it. with the, uh, with the granddaddy of them all, then uh, then Nintendo, right? Let's start with the uh, you know, yeah. The- Here, let me give you a little rundown. You know, oh. uh, Nintendo is of course from Japan, Kyoto, Japan. Started in 1889, not 19, 1889. Uh, I don't know how to say his first name. It's like uh, Fujiro. I know the last name because it's famous. Yamauchi. It's the Yamauchi family. Nintendo was a, a family business when it started with the Yamauchis. They, it passed down from generation to generation through the Yamauchis. Nowadays, it's not run by the Yamauchis, but it still has that at its core. Um, of course, they were first called the Nintendo Playing Card Company. They did toys and stuff like that. Um, they had a guy by the name of Gumpei Yokoi that worked for him, and he invented some of their toys called uh, the Ultra Hand, and that'll come back. Gumpei, he he is a his name will come back, believe me. So he created some toys called the Ultra Hand and some of these other things. Everybody's seen the Ultra Hand. It's like where you squeeze your your hand and then the 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 yeah, arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, um. In the world of video gaming at this, so years go down the road, you know, it's uh, it's around like this, it's in the 70s, um, Pong was very popular, everybody was yeah, putting the Atari. out, these, yeah. yeah, everybody was putting out these clones, Atari came out with Pong, and then everybody, um, you know, like uh, the Magnavox, everybody was doing it, everybody was putting out these clones, well, uh, not a lot of people know this, but Nintendo came out with their first system, and it was a Pong clone, um, and it was strongly, you know, uh, Gunpei Yokoi was heavily into that. Um, yeah. The name of the system was very good. It was called the Color TV Game. Very original. They worked yeah. a long time to come up with that. Um, <laughs> before they came out with that, they did have the rights to distribute Magnavox Odyssey. So they went from that to actually just saying, hey, we're going to do it, do it ourselves. Yeah. Jump down the road um, during the first uh, two years. Uh, d- during the first, sorry, f- during the first years of that, they had the most two most influential people in video game history. Whether you like Xbox, PlayStation, whatever, you had Gunpei Yokoi, the guy I just talked about, who was actually part of the uh, toy creations. But in this time in the 70s, uh, 1974 was whenever they were doing the Magnum Box Odyssey thing. 1977s when they went and did the Color TV, open one for the uh, Working Man. Um, so in the seventies time they came, they got this guy named Shigeru Miyamoto. And if you don't know who he is, he's like the godfather of gaming. He's like who, he literally has created everything you love when you play a video game. He kind (laughs) of started all that. 
um, he joined Nintendo and and Shigeru or and Gunpei Yokoi was his um, mentor. Okay, um, so now we're to the late 70s, late 80s. They're in the arcades in Japan. They did a copy of uh, what's that one game? Uh, the the with the battleships, with the, the they're shooting the things and it's very slowly. The first ever popular video uh, arcade game. How come it's not? You don't you don't know what I'm talking about? It's uh, not coming to my head right away. Just like shootout? No, no, no. Um, the first people are probably like screaming right now. It's the first ever popular video uh, arcade game where there's a battleship uh, and you're shooting the thing. It's uh, uh, space, oh, invaders. Gla- space invaders. Space yeah, invaders. Later, battleship. Yeah. Yeah. You just said spaceship. Space invaders are. Yeah, space invaders. That's the first ever popular one. Space invaders. Then they came out with, uh, you know, Galaga and Galaga, all that other stuff. Galaga, yeah. But um, so the first one was space invaders, and Nintendo copied that, and it was called Radar Scope. And then they they made their first ever trip to to America, and it was uh, Gunpei Yokoi's son-in-law. His name was uh, shoot uh. Our, uh Arakawa, Minoru Arakawa, that was his name. Right off the dome there, didn't even have that written right down. Off the dome. Uh, and then they went all in on this radar scope. It didn't work. And then what do you know? They got this guy named Shigeru Miyamoto, who was just at the bottom of the boat, the totem pole, and he came up with Donkey Kong. And the main character was Jumpman, who would later become the most famous video game character of all time, Mario. Yeah. Yeah, okay, Mario, and that's. Yeah. And they did a conversion kit. So what that means is they took this radar scope, which was, you know, a clone of, you know, these spaceship shooting. And they were able to use everything that was involved on that motherboard and turn it into the game of Donkey Kong. So if you've ever played a Space Invader and Donkey Kong was very two different games where they were able to just do it with a conversion kit. So they had all these machines already made instead of losing a lot of money. They were able to do that. It was a success. And if it wasn't for that, we wouldn't have the Nintendo Switch, we wouldn't have the Wii, we wouldn't have Super Nintendo, we wouldn't have anything, because Nintendo was dead in the water right there. Move on, before that actually was uh, 1979, they came out with the Game & Watch, which is Gunpei Yokoi. Game & Watch, a lot of people know that, is a very famous, uh, the first ever handheld Nintendo came out with, and it was like an LCD screen. He got that idea from a uh, calculator, watching people play with their calculators when they were bored yeah. on the train. On the work, Gunpei Yokoi came out with that. Quick history on Gunpei Yokoi came out with the Ultra Hand Game and Watch, the D-pad, the D-pad that's on an Xbox controller, on a PlayStation controller, on a yeah. Nintendo controller. He actually invented that. He came out with the Game Boy, the Virtual Boy for Nintendo, which wasn't successful. Uh, the Game Boy Pocket, and then sadly in 1998 he had a flat tire. He went to change his tire, and a car came by and hit him, and he died. And we lost him in 1998 uh, because of that. Uh, Shigeru Miyamoto, uh, his, you know, who he was mentoring and who was, you know, one of the most important people in Nintendo, is no longer allowed to be uh, to drive to work by himself. He's no longer wow. allowed to. They don't let him go rock climbing in his contract. He's not allowed to like do crazy things because Nintendo doesn't want to lose him, like they use Gunpei Yokoi. Anyway, we're getting down, done with my rundown. Um, Nintendo, you know, they had to deal with the video game crash in the 80s. Uh, 83, yeah. they came out with the Famicom in Japan. Uh, then in 1985, they brought it to the U.S. called the Nintendo Entertainment System. They yeah, the original it. NES. Yeah, they packaged Dude, it. As all a- right, so let's so let's talk. All right, so so me yeah. and you, like, we're old enough, like, to be to remember the actual original NES. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, we played, like that. Like, I was literally one year old. 
Uh, yeah. And but my dad got me one. I want to say in like 1988, and so I was like four. Yeah. Or, yeah, four years old. Well, it uh, was popular and still selling for long after. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Um, but I, I mean, I got mine, my first one in like uh, 88. So I was probably five or six years old in 89 when I really started playing it. Uh, sure. And so, of course, like my very first memories are, you know, the original Nintendo controller uh, playing games like Mega Man. And of course, you know, of course, Super Mario. Uh, right. Rad Racer was a huge game, like in my life, in my childhood, yeah. because um, just because my dad would play it with me, uh, and that was I just I mean that's like the only memory I have of gaming with my dad, because um, obviously he wasn't a gamer; he was a grown man at yeah. this point. That you know, I mean, my dad was you know graduated from high school in like 1970, so uh, video games were never really a part of his his childhood or makeup. But but yeah, man, I mean like. Some of those, I mean, some of those late nights playing, especially Mega Man specifically, uh, Contra, and then like Excite Bike, like those games were like RBI Baseball. Uh, there were so many mm-hmm. that just like shaped my uh, my childhood. But you know what? I'm gonna go ahead and let this. I'm gonna drop this bomb on you right here. Um, okay. Man, I I again love NES. I never really got into Zelda, man. Everyone says it's one of the greatest games of all time, but sure. I just I, I bought, you know, I had a cartridge just because it was a gold cartridge, and I thought it was so cool. Uh, yeah. And I played it a few times, but I was like, nah, I'm gonna go play Mega Man, like, uh, or I was gonna, I'm gonna go play like Mario or whatever. Because by this time, like other games, I mean, it was year, like you're already a few years into the NES, so I already had like a bunch of games, like I could already get games had already been out. You know what I'm saying? So it wasn't yeah. like I started from day one where all I had to play was like Mario and then Duck Hunt and then whatever. But yeah, what are your like first NES so- memories? Yeah, so my first memories, uh, they're a little different than a lot of people's. Um, I was, my family was really, really poor. Um, I have two older brothers, and so luckily I had, I was born in 1989, so the NES had been out, and they had a few games for it, but um, the first gaming I can remember was the NES. That was all we had, but we didn't have a lot of games. We had uh, Mario with Duck Hunt on it. So I remember yeah. like Mario, like that's why I love Mario to this day. Cause that was literally, that was like the only thing I really could play at that age or knew how to play. Um, and then Duck Hunt with the zap gun. I used to love playing that. I, as, I was a kid, you know, I'm talking about five years old, four, four, yeah, five, yeah, six yeah. years old. Those are my first, uh, memories was that. And then right after that, the S we had the SNES, so I remember a lot of the SNES, but they were playing, my two older brothers playing the SNES even, and I still was playing that NES for a long time after that. And we all did, even even though we had an SNES, because, again, we didn't have that much money, so we had, like, one game for the SNES and, like, four or five games, you know. Um, yeah. I, I know about, like, honestly, if I'm being, like, honest, and I'll be honest, I never lie about it. So Zelda, I didn't get into till way after because my brothers didn't buy Zelda, so I didn't know what Zelda was. Um, sure. Mega, Mega Man, I didn't know what that was. I didn't know what that stuff was until I was a teenager and I was still into video games and I wanted to like go back and play stuff that my oh, friends wow. and movies yeah. and so everything. we have like totally different experiences yeah. then with that, with that well, console specifically. Yeah, yeah. exactly, because I didn't know about it. Nobody yeah. showed it to me. So I had uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2 on the NES and I loved playing that. Tecmo Super Bowl, a lot of my yeah. gaming history course, as yeah. a young kid was sports because both my older brothers are just football baseball people so like king griffey jr on the snes 
uh, Tecmo Super Bowl, I still play that like once a month. And I'll get the San Francisco 49ers and do Joe Montana to Jerry Rice all day. Or I'll get the Raiders and just hand it off to uh, Bo Jackson and take it to the house every time on the NES. Um, but yeah, that, then Mario. Um, and then there was this game called, uh, it's a volleyball and a soccer game. It's all in the same car- uh, cartridge. I don't even know who made it. It was like some cheap wow. game. Those were my games that I had. So I didn't have Mega Man or Zelda. I've played every Zelda and beaten almost every Zelda ever made. And I'm like, I buy Zelda day one every time. But I didn't get into that till way after. And mostly it's because I only could play what my older brothers played. Right. Like I right, didn't. Right, right. I didn't start getting video games. I was the oldest of the later. family, so for me, right. like I only have, and I have one younger brother. But we're like almost eight years apart. So like, sure, he's a lot younger than me. Um, sure. But yeah, I mean, yeah, and that's, I mean, so like at this point, like we're, we'll obviously, you know, we're gonna get to, we're gonna get to, to Xbox. But I mean, Nintendo is yeah. the godfather of gaming, so I feel like it deserves the amount of time that we're giving it. So let's move on to the next console, which would be the Super Nintendo. Uh, now, my memories, like, dude, I mean, first and foremost, like you cannot talk about the Super Nintendo without talking about Super Mario World. That to me, uh, to me, still even is better than uh, Mario 64 to me. I think that's the best Mario game of all time, in my opinion, Super Mario World. Yeah. Uh, but then you get into, like, I think the Super Nintendo was a cool time because it had, like, licensed games that were pretty good. Like, the Aladdin yeah. video game was really good. That was a really fun game to play. Um, and then, of See, course, I, got... I'd rather that on the Sega Genesis. Aladdin oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, of course it is, because there's, but, like, the sword or whatever, right? Instead yeah, of, like, just throwing apples or whatever. I've actually never played it on the Nintendo. You you could throw an apple on the Sega version, and you can use your sword. I've never played it. Yeah, I think on the S, I think on the Nintendo version, you jump on the person, which you yeah. can't do. In the Sega version, if you jump on the person, it just takes your life. Um, but I've never actually played that. I had a, Oh, yeah. I loved it. I, lo- I, had, I, had, I, did, I, I had a Genesis, but it was much, much later. Yeah. Uh, much, much later on in, in my, my brother's- video game fandom. So I got to say this. Everybody just heard me say that we didn't have a lot of money. And I'm like, oh, and we also had a Sega Genesis. My brother's godfather was really rich. And one year he bought him a Sega Genesis and like five games. And, and that was it. And then the next year he bought him a Game Gear, a Sega Game Gear and like five games. So like I got a little kick of, of uh, Sega in my childhood, too, just because yeah, my go. brother's godfather was like some rich guy that my it was That's my awesome. dad's best friend. Uh, yeah, shout I, mean, out I got to a Sega Amp- like. Uh, terrible. I got a, I got a Sega like I was probably in high school, so it was like oh, well, yeah. it was oh, like much, uh, it was like no, late nineties. I, I got one, I got one at Great Escape. I just bought one because like oh yeah, no, I'm I talking like, like six years old when it was going. Dude. Right, I, right, right, right. I, yeah, we had yeah. the SNES and the Sega. Yeah, yeah. But go on about yeah, your. Yeah, I was I was always a Super Nintendo guy. Like obviously NBA oh, yeah. Jam is another one that like you oh, can't yeah. can't deny, especially for like for for sports fans. Like you just can't you can't beat that. Like Wayne Gretzky's hockey was really fun too. Um, of course, Street Fighter too. Like you can't you can't not talk about like the Super Nintendo and not talk about Street Fighter Two, man. Like those those games were were really like uh, really I mean like th- that whole time to me was like kind of you know like my younger younger years were was the Nintendo and then around the time I was like seven or eight uh, around ninety two or ninety three. Do you have the notes there? When did Super Nintendo come yeah. out? I believe the Super Nintendo came out in nineteen ninety. Yeah. Ninety. Yeah, 1990. Okay. I'll double check it real quick, but that's just off the top of my head. But yeah, 1990. I think I got one in 1992. Uh, so it had, again, like it had been out for a couple of years. My parents were smarter, so they just bought it a couple of years later. There were more games, right. that kind of thing. Because um, yeah, my my parents were musicians, so like yeah, and, 1990. And in the 90s, so it wasn't like Nashville in the 90s was not the way it is today. Oh, I'm sorry, uh, 90, 92 in America. I'm sorry. Okay, yeah. Okay. 
So and, I got it when it came out. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, I mean, me, like I said, I was born in '89. The, since I can remember, I pretty much had both the NES and the Super Nintendo. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah. but what I remember most about the Super Nintendo was Super Nintendo was pretty, pretty brand new when I could start coming about. I could start remembering '93. Right. You know what I mean? I can remember '94 yeah. a lot. So that was the that was prime time for game rentals. So oh yeah, dude. Blockbuster, like, man. I feel like yeah, you're dude. totally right. We can't or have just, this conversation without yeah, talking about it. Game rentals and like your local store. Blockbuster dude, is like yes, one of my favorites God. for like your locals. But dude, oh. I remember for some reason one of those weird like childhood memories you have with like that picture and things. I remember being in the rental store. I remember seeing the movie Blow and being like, I don't get what this means. And then like. My mom being like, don't look at that. And then when I got older, I thought the movie Blow was about like blowjobs. Like when I got to be like a preteen. And then it took me now. That's like one of my favorite movies of all time. It's about blow. It's a great, like, it's a great movie. Yeah, it's yeah. so good. But I remember that for some reason. That might not even be in the same time area, but I just remember that. Anyway, um, but I also remember like seeing for the SNES uh, X-Men game. I don't know what game it was, but I remember I always wanted to rent this X-Men game. And I was like, man, this game. And I was just looking at the box. All you had was it, a box. It was the same as the arcade game. Did you ever play like the, the big stand-up arcade game? X-Men I've never, arcade to game? To this day, I've never played either. Like it's not like what? I can just go in, in like YouTube. What is X-Men or IGN? Actually, or dude, you, you have an Xbox One now, right? Yeah. I think it's on the marketplace. I think you can buy yeah. that game for like I 10 used bucks. to Worth it too, game. by the way. If you haven't played yeah. it, it's worth $10. You should buy it for sure. For the Super Nintendo. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. You can buy, you can play it on the Xbox now. Oh, right, right, right. So yeah, so that game I've still never played, but I can for some reason I remember looking at it and always wanting to rent it, and I'd be like, hey, can we rent it? And you know, my brothers would be like, shut up, you idiot, we're renting uh, this game, and it would be like a sports game, and I'd be like, oh man. And I would see Zelda, and I'd be like, I remember like looking at the cartridges. Obviously, I've gone and beaten Zelda on the Super Nintendo uh, Link, uh, Link to the Past, um, but at this time I, I could, they wouldn't let me get it. So I remember those things, but man. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, oh, Turtles yeah. in Time, Turtles yeah. in Time for the Super Nintendo. We didn't Same own class. it, but our cousins did. I remember having to wait until like one o'clock in the morning at like five years old. I would wait until nobody. I was the youngest guy. Oh, my cousins were older. Everybody was older. I'd have to wait while they all played together. And then they like my cousins and my brothers were so mean. And then I would get to play by myself. It'd be like one o'clock in the morning. And I'd finally get to play Turtles in Time. But, man, other than that, Mario Kart for the Super Nintendo also didn't own. Again, we were poor, but my cousins had it. Loved going over their house. Super Mario World actually didn't even own Super Mario World. Wouldn't How did you it? not own Super I own Mario World? I own it, it now, and, and I can beat it in one sitting. Shout out. Tag my oh, brother, yeah. Anthony Lush. He actually came to my house and saw me beat it in one quick sitting, and it was awesome. But actually never owned it. Played it at my cousin's house. Played it at friend's house. We just, my brothers always wanted sports games, and they're the ones who got the game. Donkey Kong Country, we did own. I still know the passwords. Uh, and then sports game. King Griffey Jr. Baseball on the Super Nintendo. You ever play that? Oh, of course. Of course. If you, if you wait too long and, like, don't pitch the ball, if it's only, like, a one-player game and you're the pitcher and you don't do anything, the umpire will, like, get up and go and knock on the TV, and you'll hear, like, thunk, 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 and he says, get in the game, kid. We That's just, amazing. We I don't, don't think I ever noticed that. I'll record it and post it on, I think, because I have that game on my Super Nintendo. Whenever we're done here, I promise, 
Yeah. iPhone, I'll record him saying, get in the game, kid. On yeah, the, put it on our Instagram, you, man. That'll be great. That'll be great. Yeah, so let's just keep it rolling here. Obviously, the next console, the next generation, uh, you know, we'll give a quick nod to the to all the Game Boys. Like, we're, we're, we're not going to go into that world just because we're, we're, doing, we're doing consoles here. But, uh, you know, the next one, and this is my personal favorite, Nintendo. Uh, and to be completely honest with you, the last Nintendo that I owned, the no. N64. Um, so the N64... That I owned personally. My brother ended up having a GameCube, and I still lived at home for a little bit, uh, especially when I was like back and forth from tours and stuff. So I would play like I played like Mario Sunshine and like uh, some other games on the on the GameCube. I played Resident Evil and stuff like that. But for me, we'll get to the GameCube. Well, the N64, man. Let's just touch on that. To me, I mean, how, how, all right. How do you feel? Because like, my in my opinion, the N64 is easily the best Nintendo console ever made. Right? Are, are you, it, well, you agree there? I, especially I think because like, game titles like. From yeah, front to back. You, yeah, I, come it's on, hard man. To say, man. It's hard to say, but like Perfect you're time. right. You're right. You're right. But like I think Essen, the Super Nintendo has like a place in my heart because that was the oh, one sure. that I remember. I think I'd have to give it the Super Nintendo just because of Super Mario World and Mario Kart and Mario Turtle. 64. I love all. Mario 64 but, was a fantastic but, game. But let me tell you this. Mario 64, still to this day, is my favorite video game ever made. Mario 64, that is my game. I love it so much. I could I could beat it with my eyes closed. I love that game. We couldn't get one. We used to go and you used to be able to rent the system from the video game store. We would what? rent a Nintendo 64. Oh, yes. In Jolton, Tennessee, we would rent the system from the video game store, and they'd give you – the only game they would give you was Super Mario 64 – and we would rent that and play it and try to beat it, try to beat it. I never got past, like, the third door in that game, you know, where you need more than, like, two stars to get past the door. Yeah. Never got far. Um, and you I really only have, like, two days with the game in a rental oh, before you yeah, pay yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. back. So, and like, then finally, finally, I don't know, man, I don't know if it was me or my brother, but or I think we both got it for Christmas, like, a couple years down the line. And, uh, oh, yeah, GoldenEye on that thing. Have you oh. tried GoldenEye lately? Oh, on dude, it's rough. It's hard. It's, it's like you can't do it. You got to really like sit, and uh, it, it's hard. So what, what what else was on that thing, man? I know there was some. There was wrestling video games started to go. Oh yeah. Hit. Okay. So now here we go. Here we go. All right. This is this is going to be wrestling. this is this is going to tie in our normal listeners here. Okay. So let's just let's just take about a ten or fifteen minute little spot and give the love that it deserves. Let's talk about how wrestling games were revolutionized by the Nintendo sixty four. Because well, like before this, you had games yeah. like. You had games like Raw and like Royal oh. Rumble for for Super Nintendo, which were great, and we loved I them. Loved but you had, Everybody sure. hates on those games. I no, love them. I, dude, I love them too. I loved those games. But I really before did. Before those two games, everything was trash. Yeah. Oh, everything and, was trash. And, 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 and I mean, really, they, those games aren't that good. But I think no. it's more like the nostalgia. Now, now, Raw is it? It's either Raw or Royal Rumble. One of them had They're, finishers, and the other one didn't. No, but they. Like, oh, no, 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 no. So. Wait, Sorry, so they they right? they. A, oh, the rest of it was a WrestleMania. There, there's, there's yeah, there's, there's there's no finishers in that one. There's right? Royal Rumble. Yeah, WrestleMania doesn't have finishers, and it plays just like those two games. Like right. they're all three the same. Like you can have you can, you can always do like a hip toss, a body slam, yeah. a vertical suplex, and what was the other? What was the fourth move? Oh, um, pile think, driver. Oh, no, uh, it's a um, um, where you man a followaway slam. Or is that from oh, the other? Always, uh, I know you could do it in the other ones. Might be a snapmare. I don't know, but so that so WrestleMania you couldn't. It's been a long time, then, guys. It's been a long yeah. time. Yeah, <laughs> Royal Rumble, 
you could. Royal Rumble and Raw are virtually the exact same yeah, game. Yeah. The only Raw difference. Raw had a much better roster. Raw had a, a different roster, and you can actually like do a tournament for the title, and they'll like hold up the title, and it had like better finishing moves and everything like that. I love Royal Rumble and Raw, but if you, I mean, just because of nostalgia, re- like back in the day, I would have told you, like when I was six years old, I would have said this is the greatest game ever made. Ever, like we actually ever, yeah. owned it. I thought like all I played, we do Royal Rumbles. I would throw a guy to the ropes. My brother would be player two. He'd be waiting for him, and he'd throw him out. We'd do the whole thing, and then we'd fight at the end of a rumble. It was great. They had another game called the arcade game, and like that was the only game where like it did the graphics better on the Super Nintendo, and Shawn Michaels would like, actually be able to do a, a super kick. And, like, everybody's moves looked way better, but it was way yeah. more arcade and it was like off of yeah. the arcade. But yeah, and then you go to the 64. Oh, and everything changed, Ooh. man. So the first one that really changed it for me was WCW versus NWO Revenge. Like that's they had the THQ license then, um, and man, they like or THK. I think it was actually THK no, then. THQ. No, it was THQ. Was it THQ? Yeah, yeah, it was THQ. So, well, I know THQ did the SmackDown games too, but I think it's no, no, THK. but they did. I'm pretty sure they did the WCW games. And then they even did the WWE games on the Dude, on yeah, the right, right. So it starts it starts with We WCW can look that up later. <laughs> like you had like they really like explored movesets. You started with a grapple and you could do so many other options. You had so many other moves you could customize guys to do different things. Uh, and the cool thing was you could take people on the roster and change them too. So if they changed their look on TV, you could change their look in the game. And that was a genius thing. I really feel like games like today like games like Madden, like I should be able to change. Patrick Mahomes has like a silver visor one game. I should be able to put a silver visor on his on his helmet if I want to, or if I want him to wear like you know, you know, it, it's winter time and I think he should be wearing all the sleeves and double gloves. I want to be able to put that on my guy. Same thing with any other sports game. Same thing with any wrestling game. I should be able to edit the wrestler already in the game. I know that they make money on DLC from like having alternate versions and like alternate outfits, but I feel like that's kind of lame. Yeah. Anyway, back on the course though. Then after WCW NWO Revenge, there wasn't really a storyline there. It was just like tournament mode or like exhibition. Like there wasn't storyline. It wasn't like a like a storied video game, you know, like a pro wrestling style. And then you had WWF No Mercy, the black cartridge mm. for the N64. And I'm gonna go on record right now and say it. That is the greatest wrestling game that has ever been made, ever. Period. So people talk about Fire Pro Wrestling, and I know that everybody loves that game. It's kind of a throwback thing, and it's really cool. But dude, at the time, you cannot beat it. You cannot beat WWF No Mercy. Cast, give it to me. So I don't have uh, I don't have any recollection of the WCW game. I remember one of my friends having the WCW game. I don't know if it was for the six Nintendo 64 or for PlayStation One. No, no it had um, two different games. I, I just remember. Well, I don't. I, yeah, I, I just remember the game. I don't know which one it was for, but I know that the thing about it was everybody had a team. Like there was NWO, and then some people were oh, yeah. referenced to uh, the Wolf Pack. That, that was, play, that was PlayStation. Were, okay. That was PlayStation, and that everybody was WCW was like, uh, World Tour. Okay, because everybody had like a faction. And I remember being so confused coming from WWE's point of view and not knowing one single thing about WCW and being like, what? There's a Wolfpack, there's WCW, there's NWO, there's uh, the Latin part. I don't know. That was crazy. So that's if that's not the same one, I don't know anything about that game, but I'll definitely have to check it out. Um, my first one was actually not No Mercy. It was the game that came before No Mercy, and it was WrestleMania 2001. Yeah. 
or 2000, sorry, 2000, 2000, it was a black cartridge and, um, as well as no mercy. And that was, that was, you could create superstars for the first time in a WWE game that I can remember, like really create a superstar. And like, you can have, you know, Shawn Michaels theme music or DX theme music with a different video package. I mean, pretty much the basis of what every wrestling game does now. I mean, it had a little bit of a, but no mercy took that and went way further with it and it was so great oh I mean, god what so can you say? i mean all they of re- the, that's the thing too like you can i i'm still i still have like i, I wish this was video because like i like right in front of me i still have an n64 set up yeah. right in front of my like plasma screen like i love that i still played that game because there's so many ways that every story can branch out and there's a story for every single title even the light heavyweight title like it's and they they took time like tag team titles intercontinental yeah. european world like there was so many options and every story was unique and every match you could win or lose and it would change like it was just amazing i loved that game it was more of a video game than yeah. a sports game nowadays they yeah. try to compare it to a madden and they even do like 2k like they do with the, the yeah, basketball they gotta games. get away from that they but gotta get no away. mercy is a video you can like that's more like a zelda a mario like a video yeah. game. you know what i mean it's a, it's yeah. a freaking video well game. in actuality i feel like now they're trying to make sports games more video game like like yeah. even the new madden right has, the like, madden story, with the story you know? mode like, yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, well, and, and all FIFA I gotta say is, and like I think right. NHL this year's NHL is gonna have a story mode. Right. So like there, I think every I mean 2K has, has done it for a while. Uh, the yeah. EA Live, EA NBA Live, uh, it, it also has a story mode. Yes, yeah. yeah, it's, it's wild. Yeah. So, but basically what we're saying is the 2000 and Mer- No Mercy on the N64 pretty much is the basis of how they're still making video games. Whether it's the storyline, the creation mode, everything still literally is still the exact like you can if you've never played the old games the no mercy game but you've only played the new games you could go back and play no mercy and be like oh yeah yeah i know like if you're a kid nowadays yeah. you'd probably be able to figure it out because it's literally they do it the exact same way and that shows how revolutionary those those games were by the wwe but was there anything we left out on the nintendo 64 i i mean i'm sure we did but i mean you know uh obviously well, mario Kart. Mark, oh, Zelda, Ocarina of Time. Yeah, so, I mean, I bought that game, and I, I play it from oh, time to time just because it's so pretty. Uh, again, I'm oh, not super – I mean, like, that's the thing. I don't hate I don't hate Zelda. Like, I, I played the games. They're fun. I just don't, high, you know, put them on the pedestal that most gamers Here's the do. thing. I didn't want to get one to my Zelda rant this early, and I, I'll try to keep it short. But here's the thing about Zelda. If you like Assassin's Creed – um. The Batman games, the dark, you know, uh, Red Dead Redemption, Grand Theft Auto, they all, um, what's that girl who does the dungeons? What's her name? Um, Tomb Raider. Raider. I think almost every game either is taking something from Mario or taking something, something from Zelda, especially when you get to Ocarina of Time. I mean, that game... It's such a perfect game. How they do the storytelling and the puzzle making, that's just, they taught everybody else how to make a video game, especially like the the Z button that locks onto a player when you want to uh, do, Grand Theft Auto does that when you want to shoot the gun. You aim and it locks on them, boom. Nobody, Shigeru Miyamoto made that up when he did this, it's called uh, the Z whatever, and it locks on. That was 
that was an that was algorithms and stuff that Nintendo made up that now everybody uses. So Nintendo and and my mind is always the pioneer in so many things whether it's the D-pad, the rumble pack. So here's the thing. Take your Xbox controller right now. Does it have a D-pad in the lower left corner? Yes. Nintendo trademarks that. It's got a patent on it. Does it have a rumble? Nintendo did have a trademark and a patent on that. I don't think they do anymore, but Nintendo invented the rumble and a controller. Okay? 3D gaming. Who invented that? Nintendo. Dual sticks was invented by Nintendo. Dual sticks with the GameCube. Nintendo. Zelda and Mario is like the basis of it. Nintendo can literally take credit for almost everything. And Zelda Ocarina of Time just... I think you can, if you ever play through Zelda Ocarina of Time, I'll, I'll end right here. Play Zelda Ocarina of Time from start to finish, and then whenever you play some another game, whether it's Assassin's Creed or whatever, you'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's Zelda-like. Oh, yeah, that's Zelda-like. Every other adventure game, you'll start saying, that's Zelda-like, that's Zelda-like. And because Zelda came first before all of those, and that's my take on Zelda. I love it. I didn't, and but back to my childhood, though, I actually... Uh, my best friend at the time had the game, so I didn't buy it because why would I? I was at his house all the time, and we played it nonstop mm. all the time. I actually didn't beat it, though, until it came out on the 3DS uh, a few years ago, and I actually beat it for the first time probably about five years ago, um, and I love it. I've actually beat it twice since then, but um, great game. Again, Zelda and all that didn't come to me. It came to me later, and I'll admit it because I wanted to go back and see what I missed out from my stupid sports brothers, yeah. who all they wanted to do was buy Madden for yeah. 15 years. But so, what... uh, so you were incorrect though about the dual sticks. Uh, the PlayStation One came out in 1994. They released the dual sticks. PlayStation One didn't have dual sticks right away. No, they didn't. But they released uh, the dual the dual stick uh, in 2000, uh, and then GameCube didn't come out in the states until 2001. When did it come out in Japan? Uh, I'm not sure. That's a good question. That is a good question. Um, always, and I'll admit I'm wrong. I don't know. I've always, in my head, I don't know where I learned that from, but I've always thought... I yeah, yeah. The P- oh, yeah, yeah. So the PS1... No, no, yeah. So it came out in two, in, um, in 1994, and then the, the dual stick controller came out in 1996. So it was well before before the GameCube. Before the um, GameCube. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'll give... But I'll yeah, give, but I mean, yeah, I'll yeah, yeah. PlayStation no, but, but, I'll give PlayStation sure, but like, all the other things, you know. Right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and honestly, man, like, and that's the thing too. Like, that was just in my head. You know, I didn't do research. If we're, for that. if we're talking current day, like the most popular console of this generation, uh, mm-hmm. you know, like when, when I say generation, I mean like generations of consoles, not like this mm-hmm. age or era, but like, you know, I think we're on the fifth generation of consoles uh, in the AAA market. And PlayStation, the PlayStation Four is is handedly the most successful yeah. um, console. It's beaten the Switch. It's beaten the Xbox One. Uh, but we are talking about Nintendo and Xbox. And so around this time. Uh, is a good time to go ahead and, and talk about the original Xbox. Let's go ahead and shift it. We've oh. we've, we've we've laid all this praise on uh, on Nintendo. So I got a I had a PS2 just like everybody else. Uh, PS2 is the most selling game console of all time up until the in, uh, the 360. Uh, but but yeah, so like I, I had a PS2 and an Xbox for one reason and one reason only. I went to a Walmart. Uh, and they had those demo stations set up with the controller. And uh, dad, my dad was, I think, getting his oil changed. So we were, like, there for a while. And he was, like, walking around or whatever. And I was uh, playing uh, the demo disc. And on the demo disc, they had um, the silent cartographer, the level from Halo. 
And that game, playing it in that aisle, just like overtook me. Uh, I was completely lost in that universe, like just in in a retail store. Uh, and I begged and begged and begged my dad to give me one for my birthday. It didn't come on my birthday, and I was super bummed. But then I got one for Christmas, and my birthday is in November, so like I think they were just like waiting for it, and they probably had already bought it or whatever, uh, or probably like bought it for like those you know Black Friday like sales or I'm, I don't know what they did. They worked their magic, but. But yeah, man, so for me, the original Xbox, like, the only thing to really talk... There's only two games that I even, like... All right, there's three games that I remember playing. Like, three main games that I really remember playing. I mean, okay, I'll go down the list. Like, I played, like, the Ninja Gaiden games. I played the Splinter Cell games. I played, uh... Actually, actually ended up having Perfect Dark on the Xbox. Um, I played the the, the Ninja Gaiden game quite a bit. Um, I played the first Fable... Uh, but but the games that I spent the most time on, believe it or not, was Fusion Frenzy. I loved that game, wow. and I played and I played Halo like I mean till t- my thumbs oh. bled. Uh, and then I had Raw, like the game, the WWF oh. Raw, whatever, and that was a terrible I got, game. I got Awful. some stuff about that. But I did, oh, but really? I, I did, I did, I hated it. Hated that game. Uh, I hated it because actually, because I, when I had a PlayStation too, so I had a, a, a PlayStation One as well, and I had a Warzone or whatever like that for that, and I yeah. loved that game. But then Raw came out on the Xbox, and I was like, "This." It looked way better. Like the, the graphics were so much better, but the actual gameplay was even clunkier than like Warzone and Attitude and those other games. Like, so I was like, "This is," I don't know. I mean, what do you, what? So what? What were your thoughts on the original Xbox? Yeah. So this was the first system that wasn't my older brother's. It came out in 2001. Uh, at this point, I'm 11 years old. Um, and I didn't actually ask for it for my birthday or for Christmas. I saved up. I went. I cut lawns. I cut the grass. I did chores, and I and I was the first ever thing I bought with my own money. And I wanted this system. I didn't get it day one or anything. Like I literally right. saved up money and then just went and went and bought it. And uh, it, it it holds a special place in my heart. That first ever Xbox. Xbox. I remember how heavy it was. Yeah. The thing was huge. so heavy. And so was the, the controller. It was the controller was so the, huge. The, Duke, I, the baby, best the thing Duke. about it, I could take my anger out at that controller. The uh, Andre the Giant couldn't break that controller. No, yeah, that yeah, was yeah. the most sturdy. I could yeah. throw that. I threw that thing pump. against the wall so many times. Oh, yeah. I beat the shit out of that controller. It ain't breaking. <laughs> and I loved it. I loved it that ain't breaking. It ain't breaking. That is a it's new the, t-shirt right there. <laughs> <laughs> it's the first ever American system since the Atari Jaguar, and the name come from came from uh, DirectX, which is Microsoft's uh, graphics a- uh, API of uh, the yeah. DirectX, and then they did you know DirectX Box, Xbox. Yeah, you get it. There you go. Um, yeah, I mean, having a company like Microsoft getting into the console game at this point too was just so huge. Like Bill Gates himself. Uh, handed out the very mm-hmm. first Xbox sale, like it was a huge yeah. thing. Uh, now we're that. just talking about the beginning of the Xbox yeah. right now. So, like we'll get, so, we'll get to the end of this later, but yeah, yeah. So let me go on to to with my my first uh, you know memories of it. So man, so the it's a, the first one I bought. Then Spider Man Two was on it. Uh, yeah. Prince 
Persia was on it. Yeah. Oh yeah, Prince of Persia was. Oh, a good, yeah. I loved both the Prince of Persia that came out. I spent a lot of times on it. Me and my cousin, he would come over. But now I'm owning the. Since this is the first time I'm 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 asking for games, getting games. I'm old enough. My brothers, you know, they're grown up. They're all they're all looking for girls. Now I'm the one who gets to pick the game out. I'm the one my parents will buy games for. Before, you know, they're not going to buy games for all of us. So I never got to be the one to pick the games. So I'm picking the games, and I remember that. I remember we bought a. Screen that would hook on to the heavy ass Xbox system. It clamped on it. Oh it yeah. Came up. It was probably, I mean, uh, five inches by four inch, the smallest screen you could think of. And I would take it on road trips from Tennessee to Louisiana. You'd plug it in. We couldn't just plug it into the uh, cigarette holder. We had to like buy another adapter that plugged into the cigarette holder that gave it more power. Oh my god. And I would sit playing with the duke in my hand and on my lap almost like it's some light you know it's a light laptop or an uh, an ipad you would have now i'd have this freaking 10 pound system sitting on my lap burning my legs oh yeah a halo or a raw raw was the first game where you could type in cas c-a-s and the announcer would say your name cas they have like i don't know how they do that algorithm but like they did like where you know where a computer Can say your name. Voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like Siri, you say like, "Hey Siri, say Cass," and I'll say. For some reason, no Madden, no wrestling games. Raw was the only game that has ever been able to say my name, my weird <laughs> name of Cass, and that's why I love that game. I could create my guy, and it would say Cass, and I used to love it. Um, but yeah, man, Spider-Man Two on that game was the ish. But other than that, I just remember uh hunking or uh you know dragging that big heavy thing on my lap for nine hours to louisiana like it and you know nowadays you know you can do it with the switch way better graphic yeah. holding it up in your hand but i had this huge yeah. thing on my lap um and then in 2002 they came out with the xbox live and i remember the first time ever katrina happened in 2005 okay my cousin came from louisiana so, and he yeah so 2002, so, they came out with Xbox Live, Live but they didn't yeah. really have like they didn't really have like um no it, it wasn't, wasn't really it wasn't really functioning like no. multiplayer online until like 2004. Yes, so I didn't know about it until Katrina you could just happened. download stuff. You could download right, right, stuff right. like, but there wasn't it like was, online it was a, playing between people. Correct, correct. That and that, yeah. So it was it was launched in 2002. I ha- I didn't. I'm I'm 12 years old in 2001 and in 2002. You know, I'm 13. I don't even know about that stuff. I didn't even know what an Ethernet cable was. But in yeah, so 2005, I'm like 16. I'm like driving a car. I'm like, yeah. a, oh, you know, I'm, so no, I'm, I'm an idiot. That's only it's only a three year difference. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, not it's but, not that big. But, but, it, but it's a big when difference. When you're 13 and it's 16, like that's at the time that's huge. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Puberty yeah, goes fine. a long way. Yes. So yeah, anyway, really let me wrap this up because this is a real story in my in my gaming history, especially with Xbox. So. Uh, a sad thing happened with Katrina. You know, I my, a lot of my family's from New Orleans, so I had a lot of family that came to uh, live in our house in Franklin, and they're there. And my cousin's like, "Hey, dude, let's play online." And I'm like, "What are you talking about? <laughs> How do you do that, dude?" And he's like, "So we literally had to get in my car, drive to Cool Springs, and go get an Ethernet cable. We got an Ethernet, and we also bought Prince of Persia, the not the Santa Time, but the one with after that. We bought that, and we bought." Uh, Lord of the Rings for the GameCube. Lord of the Rings uh, 3 for the GameCube, which is an awesome game. Anyway, I, I don't know why I remember this stuff. But we got that Ethernet cable, and we came back, and he hooked it up, dude, and we were playing Halo 
on Xbox Live, dude. Oh my god, it must have been. It was 2005, August of 2005. We were playing online yeah. for the yeah. first oh, yeah. time ever. I was playing yeah. online. Yeah, see, and that's on my Xbox. Like, yeah, yeah. See, that's all right. So that's this is to me. This is the crowning achievement of Xbox. We talked about how like you know Nintendo is the is the grandfather of pretty much everything that is video games, but like. And, and look, man, like, for kids that don't know, like, you love Fortnite, you love whatever, that are all these Battle Royale games, all these, like, connective multiplayer games, that's the biggest thing in gaming, period. People watch Twitch streams. Like, you would have none of this, none of this, if it weren't for Microsoft and Xbox, and specifically Halo. Halo 2 Halo. was the first game yes. ever that had multiplayer. The way the way you load into any kind of battle royale or any kind of multiplayer shooter or any kind of multiplayer sports game like Madden or NHL or anything, the way you get online for Red Dead or for Grand Theft Auto, like dude, these games all all everything that you have online is because of Halo 2. And Halo 2 to me is the best game of all so- time. Was it time. Halo 2 that I'm thinking of that we played yes, online it was or Halo, Halo 1? 2. Okay. So if it yeah. was the original Xbox, it was Halo 2. Yeah, because Halo 2 came out in 2004. I just looked that up. So that makes sense. If it was 2005 with Hurricane Katrina. They launched, uh, which, yeah, yeah, they launched so, Xbox Live in 2002, but you, it was yeah. for like downloading packs and, and like updating rosters for like exactly. uh, sports games and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you could get like, uh, you know, yeah, essentially DLCs now. We just didn't call it DLCs then. Right, right, right. But then in so, 2004, yeah, that, with Halo 2, you had yeah. multiplayer online. And that was just. Dude, like the world. When did you do it? Up. When did you do it first? Because it took me like you were older, so you probably like could hear about it in school. Me, yeah. it took a yeah, whole so, another like, year. I, I, I didn't know about it until 2003. So in 2004, I was living with my bass player in an apartment, and when we weren't on tour, we just lived in this two-bedroom apartment with like a futon and a TV, and like because we were just touring constantly, so it was nothing but just like I, I had an air mattress in my bedroom and white, like it was like white walls everywhere. We had some pots and pans. And like, cause we were never there. We worked part-time jobs and I worked at like every job in Opry Mills mall. Like, and Jim was a pest exterminator. And then we would go on tour for a few weeks or a month or whatever, and come back and work for two or three months and go back out on tour or whatever. But yeah, every night it was Halo 2 every night. I mean, every, if we were home, it was Halo 2. If we were on the road, honestly, it was Halo 2. I would bring my, my Xbox. We had those AC like converter things. So you'd plug in, it would get way too hot. So you had to like, oh, make yeah. sure that like you couldn't like, you couldn't, you know, run it like the whole time because all obviously that fifty-pound damn Xbox was oh really hot God. too. So like you had, and dude, and the weird thing, do you remember those Duke controllers too? Because they had like, so you plug yeah, the thing that, into the console, but there was another plug in between. Right, and yeah, there's, a, there's yeah. a little plug in between there, and then it goes to the controller, but there's another little plug there. So you have like, so like. If you if you jumbled up the controllers, you couldn't just like let the controller go and like shake them out the way you could with like ex, you know like any other consoles up to Before, that point, like N64 yeah, controllers yeah. or Super Nintendo controllers. If you like threw them in a box and they got all bundled, you could just like kind of let them go and just shake them out. Like you couldn't do that with Xbox controllers because they would just fly all over the place. You'd have all these like parts, especially in a like a van or a, even a even a bus, because like the back the back of a bus is not nearly as big as people act like, especially not in the early 2000s, like especially not a bus that we could afford. Like it was very tight in there. So like it was just, of course, most of our touring days were in a van too. So it's like, there's five, six sweaty dudes. It's pretty much like four guys in the band, our tour manager and then our merch guy that we brought with us. We have, 
we have a conversion van that we used in like uh, you know when you see those like old vans with like the, the you know the tire on the back and they got the limo lighting on the inside with the wood grain and like yeah yeah that yeah that was our spaceship we loved that thing some of the best memories of my life were in that were in that van shout out to Daybreak Drive check us out on Spotify our very last show is in October just quick little shout out there anyway back to video games yeah loved Halo 2 man you would not have no online anything without Halo 2. That game is the best game of all time, in my opinion. And so from that, like, you ended up having the next generation of consoles. Um, now, I will yeah. say this. PlayStation 2 handedly beat the original Xbox. Like, I mean, yeah. PlayStation 2 was easily the most popular console. Uh, I really got into most of my sports games really with, with the PS2. Like, uh, I played a lot of Tiger Woods. I played a lot of NCAA football. A lot of Madden really started with the PlayStation 2 for me. So mm-hmm. quick little shout-out to PlayStation. We'll probably have a PlayStation episode at, at some point, but I just want to go ahead and, and throw that out here, too. Um, but, yeah, man, so then we're going to move on to the next generation of consoles. But before we do, let's go ahead and touch on the GameCube. I didn't have one. My little brother did. I already said, you know, I played Resident Evil that I loved on that console. Um, I played uh, Mario Sunshine, which I actually think is a pretty underrated Mario game. A lot of people hated, like, the sprayer or whatever. But I thought it added something cool to Mario that was different. Uh, I liked kind of, like, the more top-down 3D gaming, too, instead of just, like, the way it was with the N64, where it's almost, like, perspective 3D. Uh, but what, did, what what were your thoughts on the GameCube? Did you own a GameCube? What were your, like, highlights from that console? Yeah, so I uh, I got a GameCube. I got it for my, uh, I believe it was my 14th birthday. And I actually have a score on my thumb. I was opening it up, and I was so excited. The only thing I had to open up, the packaging was a garden shears and like hand garden shears and they started sliding on the plastic and they came off and jabbed me in the thumb and I had to go and get five stitches uh, across my thumb and I couldn't play the GameCube for a little while after that. So I was really kind of pissed about that, but I eventually got the GameCube. Um, I bought the GameCube with Mario or not Mario Luigi's Mansion, which I think is one of the best games for that system. And is a very not well-known game to other people. I mean, Nintendo fans know it. And they've had a, a sequel on the 3DS. And they're coming out with another sequel for the Nintendo Switch. But uh, oh. Luigi's Mansion is one of my favorite games that I remember on that system. Uh, like I said, Lord of the Rings on that system. Uh, a lot of Nintendo fan, A lot of GameCube fans know that. Uh, I'm not a Super Smash Bros. fan. But I got a shout-out to Melee. Because if I don't, there's going to be some GameCube nerd that says, oh, Why dude, are you well, talking about Melee? That that you know what before yeah before we get bashed here too yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I own Super Smash Brothers for N64 loved that game I'm sorry I didn't give it a shout out also another one that I forgot to mention I don't know how we missed this for the original Xbox was GTA 3 man the GTA 3 that, oh, that kind of yeah. changed the world like I mean that game was well I played that on PlayStation epic, like, yeah 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 okay well the quick shout out yeah. there back to the GameCube yeah yeah. But, yeah, GameCube, again, I didn't have that many games on it. You know, I had an Xbox at that time. My brother had a PlayStation 2, and I had the GameCube as yeah, well. Yeah, I feel the like Xbox. that was the height of, like, consoles in general. Yeah. There were just so, so was, many. Like, Dreamcast yeah. was around, too. Like, Sega Dreamcast was around. And that's, like, an un, unsung hero And I actually, and I had a Dreamcast, and I games loved Dreamcast. my Dreamcast. Were there any wrestling games on the Dreamcast? Yeah, yeah. There was a Royal Rumble was on the Dreamcast, and it wasn't good. Uh, okay. There, there was <laughs> was there wasn't there like Day of Reckoning or something? Or that, no, that was no, GameCube. Day of right? Reckoning is on the GameCube. I have that still. I have Day of Reckoning on the GameCube, and I have WrestleMania X8 on the GameCube. Uh, Day of Reckoning, um, and X8 
uh, people today I've read about it, and they say that those two games really revolutionized it. There's some things that that game did in the storytelling and the in the uh, career mode that were great, and I will agree. Like if you go and look at the the reviews of that game. I, I'm not going to try to say I, I've read it before. If you go look, those games are very high, you know, highly regarded uh, Day of Reckoning and um, WrestleMania X8 for the GameCube, which was lucky for Nintendo to have those wrestling games. Um, yeah. Other than that, you know, um, I didn't, you know, I loved my GameCube and I'm sure I'm just not thinking of things, but mainly my main, my main memory from it was having Luigi's Mansion and cutting my thumb, opening it on my 14th birthday. But after GameCube and the Xbox, are we at the... So, after GameCube is the Nintendo Wii. And that would go against the Xbox 360. 360, yeah. And so, I mean... Uh, you know what? Why don't you keep it going and keep talking about the Wii here? Because I didn't own a Wii either. Yeah. I, I had a... But, like, our, my roommate had a Wii, but he just had, like the basic like the, we didn't have galaxy we didn't have any of that like we had right. just like tennis and bowling and like and we played it but it's like i don't know to me it was almost like an arcade console like like it was you know it was like all physical and like there wasn't any i don't know i like i almost didn't i know it sounds really weird but it's like i almost didn't consider the wii like video games i know it is I, it's almost like it was almost like vr games with without I'll you know tell what you I mean? like it yeah, almost I'll felt like vr like I'll tell you this. I'm one of the biggest fanboys ever of Nintendo. I'll tell you this. I agree with you, whether you're saying by the Wii. Uh, it's the fifth highest... Um, it's the fifth most bought game system, but I, I agree with what you're saying. And um, here, Here's the thing with me. At this time, I'm a teenager in high school. This is where my video game stuff started going downhill. Okay? Because I've, I've gone back and I've played Wind Waker for Zelda, which came out on the on the GameCube, which we were just talking about, but I didn't play that for the GameCube. Uh, I think I really just kind of got out of video games at this time. When it started the GameCube era and the Xbox era, I really got out of it. I kept buying them and like going back at them, but mostly it was just, I would end up playing Madden for a long time. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. And stuff like in sports, yeah, yeah. sports games, but I didn't play all the other stuff. And then when I got older, you know, uh, some things happened in my life personally, and the thing that kind of saved me was video games, and then I went back, and I played Wind Waker for the GameCube and beat it, and I played Twilight Princess for the Wii, Zelda Twilight Princess for the Wii, and when I say Wind Waker, I'm talking Zelda Wind Waker, um, all these Zelda games, um, all these Mario games that I, I missed because of the things I was doing, so at this point, uh, the Wii came out, I actually worked at Red Dead Lobster, Oh, I'm sorry. Red um, Dead Lobster. What is it called? That is a fantastic T-shirt. That is a fantastic T-shirt. Like we should just combine, like copyright, put the lobster, copyright. Like, put the Red Lobster guy in like a yeah. cowboy hat and just. Because that like, food, come on, guys. Because that food is not. It's so fresh. No. So I was at the Red Dead Lobster and I was a host with uh, my best friend Nick, and Red I remember Red. I would I say I had money like. For the first time, it was my first ever job. I was a host. I had money saved up. And so I was, uh, the Red Dead let me off. And everybody, I remember I had these, the guys at work that were dying about the Wii. They really wanted the Wii. And um, I uh, saved up my money. And I just, I wasn't planning on buying the Wii. But I went to a GameStop after work one day. And they said, hey, you're so lucky. And I was like, what do you mean? Why am I lucky? And they're like, because you're the last one that gets the Wii. And I was like, 
uh, what do you mean? And they said, you, you're here for the Wii, right? And I was like, uh, not really. And they were like, oh, well, we only have one left. And they had just got a shipment in, and a bunch of people came in and bought all the Wii. So I just randomly walked into this GameStop, and they had one last Wii for me. So I was like, sure, I'll buy it. And the main thing I played on the Wii was Wii Sports. That was it. We yeah. played bowling. Yeah, man. Baseball. Well, yeah, and play. I had a great time with the Wii. That's right. the thing. Like, I'm not trying to bury the Wii here. You know, I know it's the wrestling podcast, so we'll get a little bit of wrestling lingo here. Like, I'm not trying to yeah. bury it. You know, I'm not trying to give a no sell for the uh, for the Wii here. I I'm, I'm gonna try to put the Wii over a little bit because I had, I had, great had a great time, time. with the Wii, dude. Yeah. Especially like at parties and stuff. Like, because oh, yeah. that was like my early 20s. You know, like I'm schmoozing. I'm a singer in a rock band. I'm trying to, you know live as openly and as free as I can with, with uh, some companions. And I feel like the Wii was a good icebreaker. Uh, quite, quite a few times the Wii helped me out. The Wii was a fantastic wingman. Uh, so I'm very appreciative yeah. to the Wii. But, yeah. But, but like, so like Mario Galaxy, Galaxy 2, like I said, Twilight Princess. Um, I heard I'd those love, games are great. As a Nintendo fanboy, I wish I could tell people I played those when they came out. And I loved them. I did not. I literally for the Wii. I one of the. I don't. I don't. I couldn't tell you one of the other games I had for it. I had the Wii Sports. That's all I had. But later in life, I went back and I bought all the. And I've 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 beaten both Mario Galaxies and I've beat um, Twilight Princess. I have not beaten Skyward Sword. For anybody who is a Nintendo fanboy, listen to this. I'm sorry, I haven't beaten that. But I just want people to know. Yeah, I do love Nintendo. I have beaten all those games, but. I'm being honest, and at the time of, I didn't beat them. So, any other thoughts on the Wii U other than what we've gone? Because if not, we got the uh, 360 to talk about, and I think you probably yeah. have a lot to say about the 360. Yeah, man, I got a lot. I got a lot to say about the, the 360. The 360 was the height of Microsoft's console reign. Uh, the 360 is easily the most popular video game console of all time. Uh, if we're if we're talking about sales at this point, the 360 is the most popular video game console of all time. Uh, that's kind of crazy, uh, but it's true. And so, uh, you know, just saying that, like. Dude, I mean, there, there's just, I mean, the games, God, like, I mean, the library of Xbox 360 games is just, it's incredible. Okay, and now here's the thing, too, though. The most pop, me being a Halo fanboy, the most popular Halo game of all time is Halo 3. Everybody, That's the game that everybody played. Everybody had Halo 3. I'm going to tell you right now, that's, I'm a, I have the Master Chief tattooed on my inner arm. I love Halo. It's surrounded by a, like red and blue roses because I love like I just love Halo. I'm, I'm immersed in, in the lore. I just I just got back last weekend from going to Halo Outpost Discovery in Chicago. I drove seven hours there just nerd. to go. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. I love being a Halo nerd. I love it. I've read the books. I'm super into it. Um, but I hated Halo 3. I absolutely hated the game. And if you if you loved Halo 2 as much as I did, you hate it. Dude, bubble bubble shields are so lame, dude. They are so lame. Like, like uh, um, God, what else did they have in that game that was so stupid? Oh, the deployable grab lifts, the power drain that you could just throw out and have somebody sh- – or you could have, like, the, the, the health regen that you just could just stay in there and shoot people wide open in the middle of a map. It's stupid. You, they slowed you down, too. You moved slower in Halo 3 than you did in Halo 2. It went backwards. This is the thing. Like, just because it's the most popular Halo game does not mean it's a great game. 
It just means that a lot of people bought it and a lot of people were into it at the time because of how popular the 360 was. And most of the time when you bought a 360, it came with Halo 3. So like, it's not fair to say, oh, well, all these sales and like, and all these fanboys are like, oh, it's Halo 3 or nothing. We don't want Sprint in a Halo game. It's like, dude, come on, man. Like, times change. Like, anyway, I'm getting off my soapbox on Halo here. But yeah, dude, the Xbox 360 is easily my favorite video game console ever because it bridged the gap for everything for me. Like, like we were talking about before, like PlayStation 2, I really got into like um, Madden and like NHL and like sports games and the SmackDown games that I loved so much. And then, I, you know, like, I kind of got away from, like, the action-adventure games that I loved before, the open-world games. I didn't play them as much on the PlayStation. It was a different – because the generation, like, that console didn't really lend itself to those kind of games. But then when the 360 came out, it was, like, everything – every kind of game I ever wanted to play I had there. Capcom – uh, kind of opened up their license so you could get like more like you could get a you know Mega Man games and you could get like Street Fighter games so it was like I was getting all my nostalgia games on a 360 I was still playing Halo uh, I was still you know Call of Duty kind of blew up around that time too Modern Warfare came out and that kind of changed mm-hmm. the face of, of first person shooters everybody had that game uh, GTA 4 was a huge game that people still play on the 360. Uh, the NCAA games and Madden specifically, like PlayStation 3 and 360, that's when it all exploded. I mean, Halo, like football games became really, really like true simulation games and not like video games. It's almost like you were the quarterback. Like, I mean, it's, it's some of the, like, like Madden uh, uh, 2010, I want to say. So we're a few years later, but like Madden 2010, that game is like, the perspectives and the camera angles. Like if you play mm-hmm. as a superstar, you play just as a quarterback, you are playing as a quarterback. Like you're, I mean, you're all, I mean, outside of being first person inside the helmet, that's, that's pretty damn close. Um, man, I can't, I just, I will sit here for three hours and just gloat over how much I loved the 360, but I'm going to go ahead and let Cass take it away. Give me your thoughts on the 360. Man, so I'll tell you this. I'll give 360 a lot of credit. Uh, Another one of those where now I'm very of age. This was the system that I asked for and I got. A little quick story on the 360. Um, I asked for it for Christmas. 360 was very hard to get day of. I mean, it came out for Christmas time. And for Christmas time, it was very hard to get. I found this guy who was going to sell it for $700 on eBay and I could have it for Christmas. It was sold out everywhere. Okay. I told my dad about it. My dad said, sure, son, I'll spend the $700, even though they weren't really $700 or there were, you know, $200 less, but my dad was going to, that was all my empty beer bottles just fell. If you heard that, <laughs> um, cause I'm handsy guys. I'm hand- I talk with my hands. Oh, there right? he is. So anyway, my dad pays the $700. He buys this Xbox. I sit at the damn window waiting for the UPS truck day after day after day, waiting for this Xbox and Madden to come. I wanted Madden for the Xbox 360. It never came. My dad ends up mailing. This is eBay. You know, eBay is really good. You know, but back then, I don't know how well they were. I'm sure they were still really good. But I remember my dad showing me the email he was going to send this dude. And he literally in the email said, you, you know, cussed the dude out and said, I've watched, I tried to make my son happy for Christmas. I've watched him sit at the window. And I literally was watching the window for the UPS truck every day because it kept saying it was coming. Yeah. And, and, and you never, you, the dude, it was like a month went by and the dude was like taking our money, right? So my dad sent him this email and literally another month went by. And then one random day, a knock on the door 
and that was an, a brand new Xbox 360 at the door, baby. And I finally got it for it. And we never had to pay. It wasn't like, unless my dad's still not telling me and just bought another one. But um, I like to think it was from that letter. Let's just for the story's sake, it was that letter that <laughs> took the guy. And the guy did it. Um, no, my dad would tell me now because we still talk about it. He would have told me now. So, yeah. So he sent this letter to that guy. And the guy actually felt bad and went. And, uh, whether he was wanting to rip us off or not or he was just in the middle of things, I don't know. But it took him like two extra months to give me the Xbox 360. But I got it. And I'll say this. The Xbox 360 was the first time. That's when I finally would say I'm an Xbox guy. Because, you know, Nintendo, I'm a Nintendo guy overall. But. When it comes to like Red Dead Redemptions and Grand Theft Autos, yeah. you're either well, and at Xbox. the time too. At the time, you were either Xbox or PlayStation. At the time, like that, those those like, were the two. Well, yeah. and and the reason is is because you the can't Nintendo get Nintendo Wii because we already talked about it. the Nintendo right. Wii was like was like it was, it was like a, it was almost like a VR. Yeah, yeah, right, it was, right. It, because because you can't play Red Dead Redemption or Grand Theft Auto on. So that's what I'm saying. And I love Red Dead. Red Dead Redemption Two is one of my oh, favorite yeah, games of all dude. time, and Grand Theft Auto Five is one of my grand. So or favorite games. So you needed you you were either for those type of games were an Xbox guy or a PlayStation guy. And when 360 came out. I always had an I had a PlayStation One, I had a PlayStation Two, but ever since the 360, I've never had a PlayStation Three. I've never yeah. had a PlayStation Four. I officially became Microsoft Xbox One, Xbox 360 guy. I've never. Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't go over to the PlayStation Three side or the PlayStation Four side. Um, right now, there there's a glitch for Xbox One, and any game you downloaded from the system, you can't play, and they say you need to buy it again. And it's been like five hours, and hopefully they fix that. But that's besides the point. Hopefully that gets fixed. But anyway, um, Xbox 360 was the first time I, I became an Xbox guy. Sports games was mainly it. Fable 2. I love Fable 2, which is like a Zelda-type game. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I spent a lot of time on the Xbox A rock band I did. Literally every experience. Yeah, dude. Every How can we not talk about Guitar Hero? Yeah. Like Every experience I mean, you can have in that generation around that too, like around yeah. like 2007, 2008, oh, like man. everybody played Guitar Hero. Yeah. And if you weren't good, you suck. Like if yeah. you if you couldn't play Guitar Hero, you were lame. Like it was it's such a popular thing, man. I remember that. I, I want to say it was like MTV where they had like esports, like Guitar Hero, and like you had to play. I'm sure it was crazy. I just yeah. I remember the hype. And dude, and that's the thing too, competitive gaming, like esports was born around this time to me. Like yeah. I know it was around a little bit like original Xbox. I remember, you know, Final Boss and like those original Halo days was a huge thing. MLG gaming, like, and that all spawned out of Halo. Thank you again, Halo, for bringing us competitive gaming because without you, we probably wouldn't have esports the way we do today. Um, yeah, go ahead and keep patting Halo on the back there. Um, there you go. But yeah, man, I mean, this kind of blew up gaming to be like not neat right. like 360 and the ps3 th around this era is when it was like it was almost like it wasn't cool if you didn't have one or the other like it was like you, like beforehand it was like kind of nerdy to be a video game guy but then it got to a point where it's like you kind of have to have one or the other like you can't you can't just not play video games you know right. what i mean and, like, and but everybody also had a wii and everybody was playing the Wii at the same time. I mean, sure, parties, sure. Yeah, yeah. Grandmothers were playing the Wii. I mean, it was like the Wii was a whole different thing, and which I didn't know at the time. And I'll say again, at the time, the Wii had actual core games, uh, Xenoblade, um, 
all these games, uh, Mario uh, Galaxy and Zeldas and stuff, which I didn't get to until after, whenever they re-released them on the Wii U, which we'll get to. But uh, at this time, it was more about Wii Sports. But still, even with just the Wii Sports, everybody was talk. I mean, everybody was you, – you had to have the Wii, but it was either – Yeah. Yeah, it was like you had to but have dude, the Wii, like the 360 was just such a classic. The 360 or the PS3. It was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Had, yeah. Before we get off of 360, you have to touch on uh, Xbox Live Arcade. Um, oh yeah. They had some of the best indie games. They introduced yeah. indie gaming. Yeah. To the culture, uh, yeah. uh, just they introduced having independent games. developers upload their games right. to the marketplace that right. you can download. You're talking what, about like, yeah, free market, uh, man, a free market Fez, for for games, like yeah. yeah. Yeah, Fez. Um, what's the one with the little? Uh, shoot, he's a little red square guy. The he's like made out of blood. I don't know. Oh God, so, I don't know. I uh, love super, that game. Is it, it's like oh, super, super meat, super meat boy. Super meat boy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, and the yeah. one that like stops in time was another one where, like you could reverse time, kind of like the Prince of Ver- Prince of Persia type yeah. game. But uh, kind of like scroll- super hot now. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was another one. That was uh, there was a lot of popular ones. Either way, there's a lot of popular ones. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah. Let's just go, you know what? So I pulled three sixty because of that right there yeah, of the, yeah, the yeah. arcade. Dude, yeah. Well, not only that, but like, let's just go down the list, man. Like, let's just talk. I just want to hit on the the like top the main popular titles for the three sixty. You had the original Red Dead Redemption, uh, which is you know probably yeah. the coolest cowboy game of all time. Uh, that first one just, I mean, I play, I played through that first one at least five or six times. Halo three, arguably the most popular first person shooter ever made, uh, followed, followed the same year by call of duty, modern warfare, the original modern warfare that kind of changed the scope of what was possible in a first person shooter. Uh, you had games like Bioshock gears of war, probably one of the best third person shooter games ever made. Uh, very gory, uh, lots of controversy around it. The assassin's creed trilogy really took off around this time too. Uh, it spawned a whole, you know, whole movie franchise and a whole different franchise of games that we still have today. Um, Rocksteady with the Batman uh, saga, the Arkham mm. Knight, uh, Arkham City. Those games were so just un- like the best, probably the best superhero games ever made. So um, you had games like, and, and I was never an RPG guy, but you got to mention games like the Elder Scrolls, Skyrim, Oblivion. Uh, those games were just massive. I Fallout. Mean, everywhere. Yeah, Fallout. Uh, Halo Reach, which was also a huge one. Uh, before we get, you know, towards the end of this, uh, Halo, uh, Call of Duty Black Ops, Minecraft. Far Cry, Minecraft, Minecraft yeah. yeah, Far Cry. Uh, uh, another one of those independent games, Braid, uh, was was Braid. Really that's huge. the one I was talking about. Braid with the the that was what I was talking about with the yeah. time thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Braid. Dead Dead Space. Uh, I'm, I mean, huge games, man. Left for Dead. Um, yeah. God, I mean, just Borderlands, uh, Portal. Um, yeah, those oh, Far Cry Portal. games. Oh, por- out, oh, remember out, Skate? Remember oh, Skate dude, yeah. on the Xbox 360? Oh, dude, I would just go up and break my bones for no reason just to try to – because you could, like, be like – Half-Life. Oh, Half-Life. Half-Life, God, great. dude. The yeah. orange box with, like – oh, man. That, orange those box. Mass effects. Like, uh, dude, it just – it the, the titles for the 360 were just – it was yeah. – a Dark Souls. I mean, you can't – but at the same time, at the same time, I'll get I'll give PlayStation their rub. They had games like God of War that were phenomenal. They had games like uh, Uncharted that were that yeah. were really great games. Um, a game, and I, I I did end up getting a PS3, but I got a PS3 in like 2014, like five years ago. Right. Uh, so it was like 199. I got it with a bunch of games on like Craigslist for like 200 bucks. Um, it it was totally worth it. 
Um, but yeah, man, and that's going to bring us into the next right. generation of consoles. And we're, that, we're in the next are. one. Here we and, are. This and, is the modern and, generation now. And let me get to it. So I'm going to I'm gonna start off because uh, there's a little bit of a glitch in this generation for Nintendo. So let me run through it really quick. I'll try to do this okay, as sure. fast as possible because everybody else moves into the PlayStation 4 or Xbox One. But Nintendo has a little bit of a hiccup, and they tried the Nintendo Wii U with bad marketing and everything else in between. You don't know if you need to buy a new system, a new screen. What am I buying? What is this? Nintendo did not do a great job, and they came out with the Wii U, which was an actual new system. But it was a new system, and your controller had a screen on it. And I will say this. It had some of the greatest games on it, and I I love the Wii U so much. Um... It should have been priced half what it was. They did so bad at um, marketing. and But the Wii U in my life, where I was in my life, and and just uh, where I was, I got to... They re-released um, GameCube games like uh, Zelda Wind Waker, uh, Zelda Twilight Princess. They re-released it, re-released it in HD, and I got to play those for the first time and beat them. They re-released, uh, they let, let you buy on their little shop, uh, Galaxy, Mario Galaxy, I got to play those. Anyway, they, and then they also had new games like uh, Mario 3D World, and um, th- th- they just did a, a lot, but it failed. It failed so much that halfway through they canceled it, and they came out with the Nintendo Switch. And let's just start, I mean, if you want to touch on the Wii U, you can, but you got to nah, kind of... We can half, freeze past that, I never even played a Wii U. Right. So the Wii U didn't do well, and I understand that. But I will say, as somebody who got the Wii U when it came out and played everything that came out on like Pikmin, everything, the Wii U holds a special place in my heart because the Wii U is actually what got me back into gaming. Uh, the, I got it and actually bought um, Mario 64 on it because you could buy... You Were could there any back. wrestling games on the Wii U? No, I don't believe so. You could go back, though, and like they had like a store... They had a store like the Wii did where you can go and buy uh, Nite- uh, NES games, Super Nintendo games, 64 games, um, DS games, and Game Boy games even. Anyway, cool. you could yeah. go back and buy like um, uh, Mario 64. And I had been out of gaming. I hadn't been gaming. And uh, my girlfriend bought Mario 64. And I started playing that. And that's what got me back. That on the Wii U in around 2014, I started playing Mario 64 and I beat it for the first time and I kind of changed addictions in my life from one thing into gaming into Nintendo and I got addicted to Nintendo and I got addicted to Mario and Zelda and I literally went back and started playing every Mario game every Zelda game every every popular Nintendo game and this was in love with the Wii U so I love it but anyway to compete with the Xbox One they had to they had to stop that, and they went over to the Nintendo Switch, which is a very popular, high-selling system, a yeah. handheld home console hybrid with one of the greatest games of all time, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the, Wa- Breath of the Wild, and also Mario Odyssey, two of the greatest games ever made, in my opinion. They are in my top five. Those two games that just came out for one system, Breath of the Wild Zelda, Mario Odyssey, Two of the greatest games ever. You also have um, Splatoon. You then you're also getting ports of um, Assassin's Creed. You're yeah. getting ports of uh, what's that one Bethesda game where they're killing Nazis? Um, 
like Bethesda? in the future Nazi. Yeah, Bethesda. Bethesda. Uh, Wolfenstein. What they're killing. Wolfenstein. You got Wolfenstein, which you know these games. Yeah, the graphics aren't as great as they are on the Xbox One. But here's the thing: I'm not a Wolfenstein fan. I'm not. I'm not a fan of those. So sure. now that I have an Xbox One and I have a Switch, if I have the opportunity to buy one and have it on the go, and I'm at my girlfriend's house, my girlfriend's parents' house, and I'm just sitting in the room for five hours bored. Hey, sure. I'd rather Wolfenstein, which I would never have played on the Xbox, even though it's always been available on Xbox. Now that it's available on the Switch, I've played all the way through Wolfenstein. I promise you, I would have never played that game in my life. Fun so games. They're fun, fun games. Very fun. I play a whole bunch of stuff. They got a bunch of indie stuff, a bunch of you know mobile stuff that they put into this that works better on the Switch that I love. Like I've been playing The Escapist. I love The Escapist. They do great 16-bit type gaming. But then they also do high caliber gaming like The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild. I can't say enough about this game. This game is one of the greatest games ever made. It literally games will need got to be changed after this game. Like they, nobody can make a game as a game maker without playing this game. Because I can't play it. It's almost like any kind of open world adventure game. If it's an, if if you don't take from Breath of the Wild, I can't play it because it's just changed me. It's changed me. It's almost like playing Atari Pitfall. It's almost like trying. It's it's almost like playing Mario Brothers on the NES and then somebody taking that away and saying you have to play Pitfall on the Atari for the rest of your life. You'd be like, no, I just played Mario. I just played Mario yeah. Brothers where I'm jumping up on hidden coins. There's secret tunnels. I gotta play Pitfall on the Atari. I'm jumping vines. What? I don't know. But Xbox One, boy, oh boy, I, I, a lot of people hate that they did the whole like entertainment system through it, where you plug your TV through it and you can talk to it. I, love I actually, it. I love it. Even when I bought the Xbox One X, I paid an extra sixty bucks to get the extra little box to plug into the back, so my little uh. Screen, my little video connect thing still worked. I love yeah. talking to my Xbox. I don't know why everybody hated that. It actually is very cool when you actually yeah, do it. If you it's actually very useful, do yeah. it, it's almost like all those people didn't actually do it. Dude, you take your HDMI cable, you plug it in the back of your, of, of your Xbox, and then you take that HDMI cable and you plug it in your TV, and then everything's to your X, everything's through your Xbox, and you always keep your Xbox on. Uh, it's like a computer. It's Microsoft. Yeah. Keep it on. I don't. I don't. I don't I don't know, but anyway, yeah. I'm talking. No, I love it. Yeah, I know. What are your thoughts dude, same on the thing. Xbox One? Same thing. I feel like so, like yeah, I, dude. That's the thing. Like the PS4 has won this this battle for sure. Like I mean, we're 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 already on. Like you know, next year, the end of next year, holiday 2020 is when we're gonna see the new consoles for everybody. Right, right. Uh, but you know, you know, the PS4 was was an overwhelming success. I've never owned one. Uh, but you know, I I love that it was an entertainment hub for me. Like, I mean, I, I love that. I mean, I I, I you know, I, I got like a bootleg app too to where i can dvr some stuff through my one guide onto my xbox um so like i was just you know and i just it's it's an easy thing for me to use uh but yeah man i mean to me the xbox one was just um you know like again being a halo fanboy and like i said like you know the 360 had halo 3 of course it had uh you know reach and then it had halo 4 afterwards and they weren't nearly as popular um but like i was kind of losing faith in the halo franchise and then the Xbox One came out, and it had the Master Chief Collection, and they redid, they re, uh, 
they pretty much put a new skin, remastered uh, Halo 2 uh, for the Master Ooh. Chief Collection. And the Halo 2 is my favorite game ever. I so check that out. Oh, my God, yeah. If you, they redid that? Yeah, they redid Halo 2 in, like, you know, 4K graphics, uh, you know, at least 1080p. It's just, it's beautiful, wow. absolutely beautiful. Um, so I went back and played that, and then Halo 5 came out. And that game absolutely changed my life. I pretty much, like, you know, a lot, a lot of diehard Halo guys hate it. Uh, because there's Spartan abilities, you have a thruster pack, there's sprint, uh, there's ground and pound, there's Spartan charge, there's so many other things that you can do with your armor uh, that makes sense. If you know anything about the Halo story, you should be able to do things with your armor. You should not walk around like a slow tank and jump really high. That just, that's uh-huh. not, you know, it's not, people are like, oh, it's not a Halo game. It's like, dude, if you know anything about the actual story of Halo, then this is the most Halo-like game than any of the other games. I love Halo 5. The campaign sucked. Uh, I don't like, um, it lends itself to, like, multiplayer online co-op, and I'm just not a fan of co-op multiplayers, really. Um, I mean, for some things, it's fun. For RPGs, that kind of thing, it's fun. Uh, but for FPSs, man, I just want to shoot at you. Or I want you to be on my team, or we're shooting at another team. Uh, so the, the the Halo 5 multiplayer, in my opinion, is the is the absolute best of the series. Um, yeah, man. I'm. I mean, I can't say enough good things about the Xbox One. I absolutely love it. Uh, it really got me reinvested in gaming. Um, I'm, you know, I still spend a couple hours a day. I mean, embarrassingly on on my Xbox. Wow, I, do you I really? Love it. Oh yeah, easily. Like I just. Oh, I, not I mean, on Halo, just on Xbox. Yeah, and, and it's all oh, split okay. up. It's all, all right. split up. It's not like in you know three hours at a time, but there'll be like thirty minutes here, an hour there, you know, thirty forty five minutes here. Oh, yeah. Um, so, but yeah, I play, and now it's like, but it's it's almost like I've gone back to what I like. Generally, I only have about four games downloaded at a time. Uh, I play Halo 5 every day because I'm grinded to 152 because Halo Infinite comes out at the end of next year. And if you get to the max rank, then you get a special unlock there. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah. 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 Well, that's so, yeah. Fun. So. Yeah, so. Yeah. Uh, sorry, we'll have to have a, a little edit here. Yeah, but no, anyway. that's fine. Maybe. Let's keep going. Yeah. But, so, we, have, but we have kids, people. Shut up. Yeah, we have kids. It happens, man. It you happens. Don't say anything. It's what it is. You go have but a, yeah, man. The you Xbox go have a kid one. and then try to have a podcast, and you come back and tell me how it is. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, man. So the uh, but the Xbox One is easily my favorite console. Um, I mean, it, honestly, it's a it's a tough call. I, I I hate to like I hate to be that guy, but I really I really think that Xbox maybe. Maybe it's just me and my personal opinions, but I gotta go with the Xbox in this kayfabe comparison, man. So I think it's all about personal. That's where we get to. I want to say a little bit about Xbox One because, um, man, I've actually played through Red Dead Redemption Two twice, and I just started my third round on it. I'm obsessed with it. But I'll have to say on the on the Nintendo Switch side, I played through Zelda Breath of the Wild twice. I've played through. Mario Odyssey twice. I like these games that are coming out for these systems are amazing. Far Cry. I've never played a Far Cry before. I played Far Cry 5 on the Xbox One. So pretty. It was the first game I ever played on my Xbox One X on 4K on a 4K television. It was so beautiful. It was so amazing. I love it. Uh, Fallout. I've never played a Fallout game before. I played Fallout 4. I love RPGs. Let's say that on... on, on I love RPGs. I play... Uh, JRPGs like on the Nintendo Switch I play Xenoblade Chronicles Chronicles 
Xenoblade Chronicles 2. I've actually played that once, and I've gotten halfway through my second playthrough on that. I'm a weird guy. I like to, I like to play story games, and I like to play them twice because I get more out of them the second time around. But I love JRPGs. I played Fallout 4, which is an RPG, but very different from a JRPG, which I'm used to, and I loved it. Xbox One has introduced me to so many different games and game developers like uh, Bethesda and, like I said, Fallout 4, like the uh, like Far Cry uh, 5, which was great. And then Arkham Knight, the Batman game, like you mentioned yeah. earlier, like that on the Xbox One. I don't think I've ever had such a great experience of game after game after game after game on the Xbox yeah, One. Yeah, I agree. But it's also kind of tied with my Switch because my Switch is game after game after game. And half of those games are made by Nintendo for the Switch. It's like, right. I, I mean, they're just so great. I think this is bias and everything else, but I love my Xbox One. I did make a quick list that I got from the website IGN, which I've actually um, emailed the owner of IGN. Uh, IGN is a very popular uh, website. Yeah. Um, uh, Pierre, Schne- Pierre Schneider actually did an interview with me uh, about two years ago uh, through email. He's just a great dude. And this is their top ten list from April of 2019, real quick, of the best-selling video games of all time. This is you know real data that IGN is a credible website. This is from April of this year. Okay, number one, Tetris, 50 million plus. Number two. Tetris is Nintendo. It wasn't made by Nintendo. It was made by a Russian, but licensed by Nintendo. Uh, number two, Minecraft, 196. Lice, obviously now bought by Minecraft, but Minecraft is number two, 176 million plus. Number three, GTA 5, obviously Rockstar Games, yeah. 110 million plus. Number four, surprise, Wii Sports, 82.86. Oh, yeah. Number five, uh, PUBG. 50 million plus. That was a surprise to me. Number six, also a surprise, Pokemon Red, Blue, Green, Yellow, 45 million plus. Yeah, number that, seven, that's not a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Number seven, Super Mario Bros. Number eight is, this is weird, Mario Kart Wii is the eighth best selling, 37.14 million. Wow. Number so lots nine, of, lots of Nintendo games there. A lot of Nintendo. Number nine, Wii Sports Resort, which what? was like okay, thirty-three point zero nine. Everybody can do your research. Thirty-three. Is, wait, thirty-three million. Is that that's what you're 33. saying? Thirty-three point nine zero nine. Yes. Okay. Number number ten, Diablo three. Thirty million. Okay, that was six Nintendo. Uh, I hate to say it, that was zero Microsoft. Um, this this other one that they gave me was from July 30th, 2019. IGN again, best-selling consoles. Number one, do you have a guess? Number one would be Xbox 360. PlayStation 2. With oh, yeah, PS2. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah, PS2. And then number, I'd say 360. Well, they, but three, they do, number two and well, number three. They, well, hold on. They added handhelds. Handhelds. Okay, so let's just talk about consoles. Oh. So, well, n- well, let me just go down the list. So, number two is the Nintendo DS. Okay. Number three is the Game Boy. Number four is the PS1. Number five oh, wow. is the Wii. Number six is the PS4. Number seven is the PS3. Number eight is the Xbox 360. Number nine is the Game Boy Advance. And then number 10 is the PlayStation Plus. 
handheld. So, Nintendo, wow. if you count the handhelds, had four in there. My, uh, Microsoft had one. If you one, don't yeah. include the uh, handhelds, they just had pretty much the Wii, and that was it. But they do have the Game Boy Advance, the DS, and the Game Boy, and that's a big part of their company is that. But if you just went by the, the, the consoles, they also only had the Wii, which is crazy. I would have I would have thought if you would have asked me, if you would have made that list and you would have said, Cass, who do you think is number one? I would have said number one is the NES. And if you said, oh, PS2, I would have said, oh, yeah, that makes sense. PS2, NES is number two. I can't believe the NES is not in the top. I, I don't know. I, th- I thought NES was the top. Like, I probably have walked around town telling people, yeah, NES is top selling, just because I assumed. I don't know why I assumed these things. I just, Like, I heard it from somewhere. But anyway, so those are the top uh, 10 lists that I came up with from IGN.com. And if you don't like it, blame them. Blame Pierre Schneider and tell him uh, it was me who sent you. Yeah, man. Uh, so I guess, I mean, I guess the Nintendo is the overall winner. You I, gotta well, kind of make, you have to at least to make it that I would way. Say, I mean, even though it's me personally, I would give it to the Xbox. But I'd say that's just my personal preference. Sure. Like, but even being objective, like in this comparison, I feel like Nintendo is the winner here. Sure. And and here you go. Here's about that. Nintendo's been a long, been around a lot longer. I say, you know who the winner is? Whoever us, you want to be. Us, Whoever dude, you yeah. want to be. If the, you're the, the gamers, gamers guy, are the yeah. If you're a PlayStation guy, as long as you're not a PC guy, because you guys are so pretentious. Dude, the, just, that's what it is. It's like just, just be, just be just cool, shut man. Shut up. No, I'm yeah, just it's, it's like, dude, enjoy but, your PC. Like, yeah. I'm glad you like it. Like, that's awesome. Even if Game, you are, whatever, like, that, that's who the winner is. PC, PlayStation. Even though I don't like PlayStation, I haven't had one since the PlayStation Two. Whatever. I don't, I'm not. A, whatever. That's. Whoever, whatever it is, that's your winner. Nintendo will always be the best for me. Xbox is always, I'm an Xbox guy too, so I put them both up there. I make them both the winner. But it is what it is. I think this is We are the winners, man. We are the winners. We are the winners. But what I want to know is, what do we got, what do we got going? Do we have something? uh, You said something about uh, Back to the Future, one of the greatest movies of all time, against one of the other greatest which was uh, Star Wars. What, what do we have going in the future of kayfabe comparisons? What do we got, dude? Yeah, okay. So, uh, all right, yeah. So we're going to try to do one of these pop culture ones once a month. We enjoy doing this kind of thing. Uh, let us know if you like them. Um, it's just, it's hard, you know. Like, there's only so many wrestling shows. We don't want to, like, burn out our audience, too. So, you know, if you're not into gaming, you can just, you know, not listen to this one. But we're going to be right back on topic next week because next week... We have NXT TakeOver versus uh, WWE SummerSlam. So we're going to do pretty much Saturday show versus Sunday show. Um, and then that's going to lead us uh, into the following week. On the 22nd of August, we're going to have 1998 ECW Heat Wave versus 1996 Woo! WWF In Your House Mind Games. Uh, so that's going to be a double nostalgia show there. Uh, a more 90s, a 90s nostalgia show there. And then on the 29th, we are going to be covering... Uh, a double, like a double throwback, an old school nostalgia show. Uh, 1988 WWF SummerSlam. It's a five-year comparison, just five years ahead, which is going to be 1993 WWF SummerSlam. That's going to be a good throwback one there. Uh, you know, the golden era, the 80s to the, uh, the, you know, more the beginning of the new generation in the 93, kind of like getting to that 
like point at least. Uh, and then after that, we will be covering the the, uh, the takeover, the, the NXT UK takeover against All Out, because All Out will happen on uh, August the 31st, I believe. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm super pumped for that, man. Um, yeah, and then that so the next time we actually do a a kayfabe comparison that's a pop culture one, that'll be uh, September the 12th. So it'll be pretty much uh, right. a little over a month from now, and we're going to be covering A New Hope, the first Star Wars movie against uh, the first Back to the Future movie. And then we're going to do one of those a month, and we're going to you know finish out that trilogy. So this this will be, you know, um, we did a little standalone Nintendo versus Xbox here. I had a great time doing this. What, what did you think about the show, Cass? What do you think about oh, these like, uh, pop culture bonus episodes? Huh? If you guys couldn't tell, I could go on and on and on. I just I want to lecture everyone about the history of Nintendo. If everybody could just take another hour of their time, let me keep going. Where I, where was I? Where was I at the? At, where were we at? Where were we at? Uh, 1985. Let's keep going. No, I'm just kidding. I love it. I love it. I want to get into it as much as I can. I love talking about video games. I love talking about Nintendo because I have just become the biggest Nintendo fanboy. But I also love Xbox. This was fun, fun, fun. Um, I also want to incorporate more video game wrestling. I want to incorporate more wrestling video game discussions. I wanna, I yeah. wanna, I wanna do that WCW game you're talking about. I'm gonna go buy that. I'm gonna play yeah. that, and I'm gonna compare that with No Mercy. What do okay. You like? Yeah, we can do that. We could probably throw an episode in there too, man. Maybe we can do two in September if if, if people like yeah. the video game talk as well. But yeah, man, I'm really hyped for next week, dude. NXT Takeover versus uh, yes. WWE SummerSlam. It'd be great to get back to pro wrestling. Uh, it's the first time we've ever compared two current WWE products back-to-back. A lot of people have done it before, but I think that we're going to have a new spin on it. Uh, it's going to be really fun, man. The t- you know, the past couple of years, TakeOver's been beating SummerSlam, but I feel like they're I mean, they're kind of stacking this SummerSlam card like last minute, and I'm, I'm kind of hyped for it, man. What do you think about next week? I'm really happy for it. I think it's going to be uh, really fun. Uh, like you said, it's the first time we're doing WWE versus WWE. We've seen them versus everyone else. Now it's time to see who is the best. Because my opinion, NXT has been better than actual WWE lately. Yeah, so I'm, I'm excited to see what we uh, come up with on this next show. Yeah, man. All right, well, thank you guys for joining us. This is August the 8th. We really enjoy doing this uh, special pop culture bonus episode for you guys. We will see you guys next week. Be sure to always follow us on our socials at kfabecom. K-A-Y-F-A-B-E-C-O-M. My name is Daniel John Schaefer. As always, KG Castlesh. We are out. Peace. Peace. Yeah, there's like a tree in my front yard that's like trying to fall on my house right now. That's why.